podcast with <laughs> Kathy, Mark, and Burke talking about movies. <laughs> Horror, sci-fi, unique, unusual, unknown, unforgotten, forgotten. Not forgotten. I forgot. I forgot. Not forgotten. <laughs> Favorites. <laughs> Today we're going to do something a little different and it's something we've kind of done before but without actually um showing them. But we've <laughs> talked about um favorite scenes in movies, right? Sure. I mean, that's, I think, why originally we're doing this podcast, because we're huge right. movie fans. We all come with our favorite movies or the, you know, what we normally talk about genre films, mostly here in documentaries. But these favorite scenes of movies can come from any kind of movie. It can come from a rom-com or a drama or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just stuff that really hits us as being something we can watch over and over again as a, a clip on YouTube or something. It's like comfort yeah. food scenes. That's what I think they are. Yeah, and they're not. We're not talking about cinephile, the best movie, you know, scenes in film. Some might be, but this is this is personal. So we might pick a scene that we just like for personal reasons. It isn't necessarily the best scene ever committed to film, but something that touched us personally. So I like the idea of just picking something we like for a nostalgic or emotional reason versus necessarily the best, you know. Which we still will do, <laughs> but I'm just—that's a caveat for mine, I guess. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it can be a scene that sort of changed your life, you know, yeah. that made you say, "Oh my God, this is great! This this movie yeah. is great," or a scene that you feel maybe is a little bit um, misunderstood or something, mm -hmm. or um, misinterpreted sometimes, or that you like I to talk about. Like maybe it's controversial, and you just you just want to, you right. know, think about it and talk about it, you know. So. We'll be um, rolling out these these cool scenes for you guys. I think it's gonna be fun. Who wants to go first? Should we? I'll go first. Is that my a, big a uh, coin? Disclaimer. <laughs> 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 All right, look, Kathy. All right, why don't you start? Start. Okay, I'm gonna start here. with the the very first favorite scene of this new series that we're doing is going to be Starman with Jeff Bridges. And I what's the, the actress's <laughs> name? I know everybody knows this. This is my most favorite uh, ever. It always comes up. It's a John Carpenter film, of course. John Carpenter. Starring with Karen Allen. Karen Allen. Karen Allen, like Karen yeah. Allen Jeff Bridges. Yeah. She's irrelevant to me in the scene, but that's the way it goes. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. She's so good in this Dear movie, boy. though. People hunt them to eat for food. Do deer eat people? No. Do people eat people? Oh, no, oh, of course not. What do you think we are? I think you are a very primitive species. Ain't it the truth? <laughs> oh, I love it so much.
could strike me as a meteor. I could fix you up with a nice haunch of venison. Maybe even a shot of pork if you could. Well, that son of a bitch. No! Hey! What happened to the goddamn deer? She went there. To the woods. Okay, comedian. <laughs> Bingo. Stop it! You leave him alone. Butt out, girly. He doesn't understand. He's a foreigner. He doesn't speak English. Oh, what? Hey! <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. I, I, I even get teary. Just her expression of her... Yeah. Her dewy, watery eyes glowing. Oh, she just—it just makes me want to cry right now. Every time I see that, I want to cry. It's so beautiful. It's a good scene. It really points out something, you know, about that kind of yeah idea of compassion or the other thing, you know. Well, it's like when you look at us objectively, like like Starman is because he's from another world yeah. and he sees us. He's like, "Why would you do this?" Like. It's sort of like if they don't harm you, if an animal's not harming you, why are you shooting and killing it? Like, and then they have the super primitive, you know, hunter punching them in the nose and being really right. coarse. And it's like that, that to me is really a powerful commentary, I think. Yeah. And, and the music, you know, just yeah. I don't know if Vangelis did that or if it was John Carpenter. Probably John Carpenter. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's just the right tone. It's, you know, it's very 80s, but it, it works for me. Yeah. Everybody looks so looks young. <laughs> So the yeah. movie is really good. I mean, it's, really good. We, we've talked about this movie before, and one thing we always say about it is it's sort of a forgotten John Carpenter film. Yeah. There's like that list of John Carpenter films that everybody knows, you know, Escape from New York, The Thing. Um, yeah. Those Halloween, other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Fog but, and all these great right, movies. Yeah. And uh, But this one hardly ever comes up in discussion for some reason. It's a, I mean, he... Carp Carpenter does a lot of science fiction yeah. and this is for sure science fiction but I think the reason that this one kind of feels like it's sort of outside of his normal categories is the fact that it's sort of a love story too you know it's kind of a um, it's a very emotional mm -hmm. um, romantic sad story about yeah. a you know about a woman who's lost her husband and, and uh, this alien that comes and sort of genetically hijacks his body it's a it, there's a lot to think about in this movie too like yeah it's a bit it, like that uh black mirror episode where the woman is so distraught that she uh eventually sort of surrenders and purchases this surrogate of her boyfriend kind of it's that idea it's like no it's not him but it's enough yeah. like him to where it eases your pain it's a really cool right. movie yeah. And John Carpenter, I mean, uh, this is the only John Carpenter film that was ever nominated for an Oscar. You got yeah. a Best Actor nom for Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. It was it. such a strange performance. It shouldn't have worked, but it totally did. It was totally does. And yeah. it's very much like in the vein of the early 80s, like, of course, E.T. movies. It's sort of like it has that vibe of almost a Spielbergian sort of sense to it, I think. It has yeah. that kind of, as opposed to more of the typical Carpenter, you know, yeah. stuff which is certainly darker and whatever something different so but it's a movie i loved when i saw it and charles martin it, smith and the crater yeah. in uh, arizona all that stuff is great yeah, yeah. and also yeah. like if you're listening to this on the podcast and not seeing it on the youtube channel which you should check out because you'll see the scene is that during that quiet kind of music scene jeff bridges is out in the parking lot looking at a deer that's strapped to the hood of a car and he's 
he's resurrecting it basically. So he resurrects yeah, okay. it and he, he puts it down on the ground. And it goes jumping off into the, the woods. And that's why the hunter was so mad because the yeah, deer right. left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got his, got his catch. Yeah. It but was it's so, a uh, wonderful film. Oh. It's a film that you can watch uh, again and again. And it's, yep. it's a sweet film. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's my entry. Good job, Kathy. I like Who's it. Who's next? That's a good one. Uh, well, you can, I can go next, I guess. All right. Put mine up. All right, here we go. Okay. So if you're listening to the podcast, you probably got a lot of um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of music. <laughs> was that George Miller? I'm yes. sorry, I actually put up. Um, yeah. For some reason, I thought it was John Landis, and it was no. Basically, well, obviously, this is from the Twilight Zone, the movie, which came out in 1983, and I'm a big Twilight Zone fan, so I was really looking forward to this film. And unfortunately, most of the stories aren't very well done. I mean, I don't like the yeah. John Landis one. The Steven Spielberg one for Kick the Can is really kind of over-the-top schmaltzy. Yeah. Well, what about the not, Toby Hooper one? There's, there's no Toby. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I had the wrong okay. I like the Stanley Kubrick one. <laughs> I love the John Carpenter one. Yeah. Um, the Joe Dante one is interesting, but I still prefer the yeah. original version of that one, the Anthony yeah. and the, you know, to the cornfield. And this one is the last one. It was done by George Miller. At that point, yeah. he only done, done uh, Mad Max and the Road Warrior. So, but he got to Spielberg said, "Why don't you do the this one?" They put it last. It's the shortest one. It still has some problems, uh, but I do love george miller as a director i would just follow, yeah. watch anything he does i think you really you get the sense of being in a plane there you know the noise yeah. is fantastic just mm -hmm. the, the sound effects um john lithgow was so good in this yeah you know, he's he just great. plays this he's crazy good. 
It's so he looked genuinely it. scared. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. This really good. The, the What's the movie of, that John Lithgow was bad in? I know. True. <laughs> true. Not good. But it starts out like he's in the bathroom and the start, and, and he's just sort of like you know talking to himself, and he's just the the, the most frightened flyer in the world. You know, of course, yeah. he's yeah. the one that sees this gremlins. You know. Oh, so uh, and Jerry Goldsmith's score. I love Jerry Goldsmith. I think he's unbelievable. And there's great. I hope great all our listeners there. enjoyed the music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty, it's, it's a pretty crazy scene and, and it sort of wimps out at the end. I don't love that, but um, I just, this was a time when I followed George Miller and I was watching this movie going, God, this is not that great. But then this one came on yeah. and sort of saved it for the me. The movie so. came to life. Yeah. And also this movie got a lot of bad press because of the John Landis fiasco or disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Some people died making it, but um, yeah. so yeah. now it had kind of a pall over it. Yeah. yeah, Vic Morrow, who was yeah, such Vic a great Morrow. actor, oh. he, he died in uh, the first episode, and it was you know just a horrifying death. Him and two and other two, actors. I'm amazed they put the movie out with that. I don't think that would yeah. happen now. Like that, they actually released the movie with that segment still there. Yeah, and it was recut, and obviously yeah. it just didn't work because it, it wasn't really the complete story. Yeah, but so I do cool. love George Miller the way his mm-hmm. frenetic camera stuff, and and He's so great. that one is just really just sort of charged me. And I remember, so I still put that on every now and then and say it just it's that fun. Is great. You know? It was yeah. great. Yeah. Okay, Burke. And I love the idea that they're that they're really are gremlins. That's another thing. Well, that's that how I, I feel so when I fly. That story. <laughs> I feel like that there's gremlins out there and they're gonna take me down. It's well, did you see Shadow the in the Cloud? Yeah. 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 It's kind of like the same thing. But anyway, the, the remake of the William Shatner one. The one with William Shatner, which uh, you know, yeah. William Shatner sort of defined that that you know crazy guy yeah. on an airplane seeing something that's on a the great wing. scene too I mean, that's a great one yeah oh my god it's, so good. it's richard is really goofy looking oh, yeah. but for some reason it's still creepy it's yeah. you know it's it's a it's a dumb looking monster <laughs> but it's but the but it works still yeah. somehow i don't know how i think it's, I, you know what i think william shatner sells it and that's what makes it work he sells it but also it's just yeah. weird because he's just the monster is sort of this dumpy looking guy in a, an outfit with a weird Something. Yeah, with a pig yeah. face or something. Yeah, snout, and he's sort of just walking on the, you know, the wing like it's just you know standing still, and yeah. that makes it yeah. makes it weird. And this one yeah. is more like real elements and what it might, yeah. might really be like, you know. Yeah, the monster uh, in this one is so great. It's a really creepy monster, and it's great puppeteering. I think yeah. just really yeah. look, it looks really alive. It is so, great. and and really scary looking out there on the wing, the backlight and the the sparks from the engine. Anything with planes crashing is just terrifying to me in general. Yeah. So if it's the a gremlin or if it's the wind, I don't care what it is. It's horrifying. Yeah. And the way he's slamming down, like he's really slamming down hard. Oh. It's like, you know, it's like, whoa, like imagine seeing that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so scary. And nobody God. believes you. Nobody believes. <laughs> exactly. All right, so that's yeah. mine. There we go. I'll take that off. All right, Burke, you're up. Should we watch your tra- oh, Let's watch yep. this clip next. Should I do it? Is somebody else going to do it for me or should You're I gonna do, do it? You're going to do it. Where is where is Jimmy? <laughs> Jim, go to camera 3. Okay. No. No. Okay, here it is. This is the staircase of the palace. Oh yes. Oh. Down that was below. the technical. They're waiting for the princess. Hmm. Should I start it over? Yeah. Yeah, I'll start, start it over. That was a, a weird glitch. Right. Cameras. Action. Some reason it's not working. <laughs> All right, here, let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me that. 
<laughs> All right, we're gonna try to start over. Let's see if it's work. not working. Jimmy, <laughs> did we already fire Jimmy? This is the staircase of the palace. Hmm. Oh yes. yes. Oh, and it's such a great scene. Down below, they're waiting for the princess. I'm ready. All right. Cameras. Well, should we just stop this and show up <laughs> just talk about it? I mean, we got the idea of this. Yeah, okay. I keep hoping it's going to kick into gear. Yeah. Life, which can be strangely merciful. And we can hear it. Had taken pity on Norma okay. Desmond. We can watch it. The dream she had clung to so desperately had enfolded her. I'm too happy. Mr. DeMille, do you mind if I say a few words? Thank you. Hmm. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio, making a picture again. You don't know how much I've missed all of you. And I promise you I'll never desert you again. Because after Salome, we'll make another picture and another picture. You see, this is my life. It always will be. There's nothing else. cameras and those wonderful people out there in the dark all right mr demille i'm ready for my close-up <laughs> such a great look So scary. I love everything about that scene. Yeah. It's a it's that, that whole movie. Um, so good. That whole movie is is a horrible tragedy. It's so sad. Oh. And the one the reason I wanted to show this scene is that this scene just breaks my heart every time I see it. And I feel like I've known I've known that you know that what this movie is about is yeah. something that those of us who work in the entertainment industry and live out here in Hollywood and mm. live and work in the entertainment industry out here it's something that we understand and it's something that you've seen a few times and you don't want to look at it's like a friend of mine said it's like looking into the sun you don't want to you know you can't look very long you have to look away right. because yeah. it's so sad it's so tragic and this movie i think is one of the only times it's really been really effectively touched on that it's sort of like uh the it's sort of the derangement that comes from from uh the the artificial storytelling of the entertainment industry some people can handle it some people understand it the storytelling it's all fake it's make-believe it's a magic show but other people get pulled into it in a way that um it it uh, it sort of transforms them into thinking that they are the thing, you know. They are, they are this diva. They are this queen and this, you know, superstar, this prima donna, you know. And 
the, the most successful actors, I think, don't do that. They're like, okay, I'm a regular person, you know. Yeah. And this movie is about that, of her sort of being swallowed up by the by the idea of being a movie star. And this, it's, it's just, it's, it's sad. And yet, I'm a member of some film noir and some old film discussion lists. And the weird thing is, a lot of people talk about this movie and they say, that it's a comedy and they, they see the end of this film and they think it's funny. They're laughing. Mm. And I'm like, okay, you it's don't... uncomfortable. Yeah. I think, and you know, I think it's the, the falling star is so painful. And I think a lot of people that have tasted the heights of stardom mm. and then to see that starting to fade, it, you know, I mean, she just is so desperate, you know? And yeah. I, I think you really feel that like she, she's so desperate that in her mind, she's just not even accepting reality at all. And she's going to have all these people sort of help, you know, keep that sort of, you know, fake dream alive, even though it's not really real. And it's, it's, it's a really harsh, harsh movie. Yeah. I don't find it funny at all. I think oh. you know, from the very beginning, you know, William Holden's character who's narrating this yeah. is dead, you know, yeah. and you know um, that right at the beginning, it's not you know, a spoiler. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. In the first 10 seconds you get that. And then yeah. um, of course it's because, you know, Billy Wilder is one of the great directors of all time. You know, yeah. how many, he's has like a dozen, stone cold classics which yeah. is a, this is a, a very top of the list and just that ending scene is, is horrifying yeah. I, I think you know she's incredible gloria swanson you know yeah. just yeah. that it only could work if there's like everybody's at the top of their game doing this yeah. that's the way this she, movie works and it, it yeah. they are yeah and gloria swanson like you said she had been she actually had been that person she yeah. was this beautiful superstar in the silent era and and she under she really understood what she was portraying in this film yeah. you know it's yeah. it when the when all the talking pictures came in all this resentment that the silent film stars felt they were like oh they just talk 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 you know the pictures and, got small yeah <laughs> well and, and also she tries to look like she's 25 and you know she's yeah. dressing up to look like she's you know a, a young starlet when she's you know obviously old that is not stopped I mean, no. that's well, sort of ageism and the the currency uh, inflation on youth versus, you know, uh, age. Is, it's just it's painful to watch. It's still alive and well. It's super yeah. sexist. It's it's awful. And um, it's still here. And that's just Hollywood. And so that movie has not dated at all because no. the same shit is happening. It's not different. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly and the coldness the same. of the business, too, yeah. I think, is really well portrayed yeah. in this film. I love it's brutal. That. I mean, I'm going to assume everybody listening to this has seen this movie at least once. And if they yeah, haven't, they should. I mean, that go see it. Really haven't, go see it. Yeah. yeah. But it's, there's a scene in it where, um, you know, she's a faded movie queen. She, she was in the silent films and she hasn't been in a movie in a long time. And she imagines that she's going to have this comeback. And there's a scene where she gets called by the film studio. Somebody wants to meet you. And meet with you, and and so she she goes to the to the um the the back lot, you know. She goes to Paramount back lot, and she goes to a place that I've worked for many many years, and it's yeah. just it's like I I can I know what that feels like to go there, and how cold and harsh it can be sometimes. And she goes in, and she sees all of her friends, and she sees her her you know it's like the grips and the gaffers and the lighting guys up in the rafters and somebody one of the old timers up in the rafters recognize her he goes it's miss desmond and he shines the spotlight on her you know and she's like 
I must die. And that <laughs> shot of her in the spotlight, it's uh, like Billy Wilder is such a great director. Mm-hmm. He understood yeah. where to put the camera and how to how to stage a scene like that for maximum impact, you know? But it turns out, you know, she's going to meet with, you know, Mr. DeMille and, and uh, it turns out they just, they don't want her. They just want to rent her car. Not (laughs) take it. Yes. How perfect is that uh, as a metaphor for what you're worth in the entertainment industry? It's brutal. It's just, it's just brutal. So, well, that was really, it was no star man, but that was a pretty good movie. (laughs) Well, that's, that's, I mean, these are, uh, well, Sunset Boulevard definitely is something yeah, anybody should watch if they haven't seen it. Everyone you know, should see uh, all these movies. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All of them. He's like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, my, mine yeah, is so, you know, a partially good movie. Yeah. Well, it's one episode of how many are yeah. in four, four episodes. <laughs> four, yeah. But uh, so that was our, this is the first of a series we're going to do of our favorite scenes. And if you have any favorite scenes, please just, you know, comment below and we'll, we'll see, you know, we'll, talk about them you know i'd love to talk about other people's favorite scenes if you have a favorite scene and you and it's on youtube and you have a you know you send us a link to it and we'll show it and we'll we can comment on it here you know we might you know have not we might not have seen the film that you're that you're talking about but we you know if we watch a scene and comment Mm -hmm. on it that might be kind of interesting it might it yeah, might, we'll name check you to watch the movie. That's right, and we'll talk about it. We, it might be one of our favorite scenes. We don't know. Yeah. All right. So thanks so much. Yeah. Yes. Be sure and, and like and and uh, please like and comment. That literally made me jump out of my chair. <laughs> I was like, oh. as long as we scared Kathy, Kathy wants uh, an episode. We're good. <laughs> so I gotta get the heart started. Woo! That'll wake uh, you up. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> don't yeah. do that again <laughs> well we're gonna do this again i think this is fun yes we'll it definitely totally do it again fun. yeah all right so well, thanks, thanks for, for joining watching. us bye see bye everybody bye, bye.